Hello and welcome to this pop-up podcast from The Devil in the Detail. I'm Rob Paxson and I'm here talking all things Salford Red Devils. Salford Red Devils take on Casford Tigers in a Challenge Cup. This weekend I got to speak to coach Richard Marshall ahead of the game in the pre-match press conference and this is what we had to say. Devil in the Detail. Right, Rick, it's Rob. Hey, Rob. Uh, looking back at the defeat against Casford last week, despite the indiscipline, you think it was our best performance in defeat so far? It was a lot closer, wasn't it? It was a lot closer. I thought we competed for large parts of the game. I thought we created many opportunities. We just didn't nail them. Um, yeah, we, we worked out. We, we were probably some, somewhere in the region of, you know, uh, 50 or 60 tackles on top of what we should have been doing because of our discipline, uh, which, which, which ties you out. Your tackle technique goes, you end up, giving away a couple more penalties. And so that's the area. But yeah, you know, it wasn't that. I went away. I went. Away. The players were a lot more frustrated than myself. I, I thought we made some great strides up there. But they're the ones out on the field and they felt they could have won that game and should have won that game. Um, but yeah, but I, I was of the opinion that wasn't too frustrated. As you, I saw I saw a lot of strides. Uh, I thought we competed and went toe-to-toe and we didn't give it up at the end. We still went for the win. Yeah, you were frustrated with some of the refereeing decisions. Uh, did, have you spoke to the RFL about it? About what's frustrating you about it? Just inconsistency, that's all. Uh, I'm not really, no, because uh, I, I have done previously, but I, I didn't want to this week. I just We just want to concentrate on getting ourselves right. We've got a lot to do there in that area. This isn't just down to the referees. Uh, this is down to us uh, dealing with uh, what we can control. We need to be a lot better there. Um you know, there's a couple of things there in there that we need to fix. Not We don't leave it to the referees. Yeah, as it's a cup game this week, uh, is it a different kind of pressure uh, going into it? Well, there's pressure with every game. Um, we, we had a really good performance in, in the last round of the cup. Um, we're obviously we're going over to Leeds on a neutral venue and there's two teams who will be going toe-to-toe. We did last week. we just got to make sure it's for 80 minutes this week. Um but yeah, that that they'll be looking. They'll have one eye on on making a cup final. But so have we. Uh, we, we. We got there last year, and uh, we we want to have that never write us off spirit and uh, backs against the wall. And we'll be going out firing on all cylinders this week. Yeah, obviously you mentioned that Andy Akers is out. Is it another opportunity to, to rotate the team? Yeah, we don't want to make too many changes. We want to try and keep it quite settled. Um, obviously, Akers will be out, which is a shame for him. Um, so someone will, will step up there and start at nine, and whether we whether we put someone else on the bench who can cover, or we just go with what we've got, we're not quite sure yet. Yeah, as, as a group, have you talked about the challenges ahead in the cup and and, and in the league, and how are you going to sort of get back to winning ways? At the start of the season, we spoke about what 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 making cup finals and grand finals means to the group. Uh, we've got. There's a handful of players still here. Uh, obviously, it's a fairly new team, though, so we don't want to be talking and delving too much into the past and what it's like to play in cup finals. We don't want to put any undue pressure on ourselves. We want to perform better this week than we did last week. Uh, and that's the job. That's the job in hand. We're really excited. I'm, I'm, we've had a good week so far this week. If we can stick to our plan and nail it and keep our, our composure, uh, we'll, we'll be in with a real good shot. Yeah, in the next sort of four weeks, it's a big test for you and your players with Cass, Wigan, Warrington and Saints uh, to play. Um, opportunity for the players to step up and, and see what they can do. 
Yeah, we we want to play against the best teams in the competition week in and week out, and we want to feel good about our performances. It's going to be tough, as you say. We've got a really tough period, but most of the other teams are, are, play, are in the same boat. Uh, this time of the season, it's come really quickly. Obviously, it's usually an Easter-type scenario. We, we, we're well over that now, and uh, we've just got to make sure that we're part of our strongest team out every week. There will be a little bit of a rotation uh, to, to play that many games in, the, in that, that period of time will be taxing uh, on our on, on our team. We haven't got a, an academy reserve grade, so we need to manage our squad suitably. How's the injury list looking? Um, yeah, it's obviously and and is um, is is probably is, is the main one from 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 the weekend. But Mike Costello's not far off now. Um, we're hopeful he'll be back in the squad. Dan Sargentson, we're hopeful he'll be back in the squad. He's just got to get a couple more things, tick a few more boxes. Um, yeah, Ryan Lannan's fit now. He's ready to go. Uh, Paulie Paulie uh, and Elijah Taylor. So there's a couple of names there that hopefully we can throw in this week. Cheers, Rick. Good luck. You're welcome. So that was Richard Marshall in the pre-match press conference talking to myself. I'm joined by Paul Whiteside. Paul, he was talking about the Casford game last week. He said that you know, Salford competed for sort of 35 minutes in that game. He was quite happy uh, with that. His players weren't. He said his players were sort of very unhappy about, uh, you know, they thought they had a chance of winning at, at one point. Um, but he was he was content and um, he thinks that, you know, there's progress being made. Yeah, I think the first half, as we spoke about, was probably the best, um, best half we've played this season. Apart from the last few minutes, I mean, we were quite composed. We looked quite structured, and we we tested Castleford really, and you know, scored a couple of good tries. And um, yeah, we was well in the game, well in the arm wrestling. We had a bit of a, a bit of a moment there on half time. I thought a bit of a harsh penalty against us. Uh, Danny had a thought and the ball stolen, but then he obviously back chatted and the penalty's gone against us, and Castle gone in front. So lucky to be to be down at half time. There's definitely improvements, Rob, in the game. You know, going back to that the league game the week. We looked a lot better than we did in the in the league game. Yeah, obviously we're joined by Paul Parkin as well. Parkin, uh, just obviously talking about the Richard Marshall pre-match press conference. He was talking about the Casford game, um, and obviously he was he was kind of disappointed. All his players were disappointed that they didn't get the win, and he saw improvements on the on the last few weeks. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I was disappointed on the night. Um, you know, immediately after the game, but when when I've watched it back since and. There wasn't. I don't think there's that much between the two teams on the night. There was a couple of key performers for Cass that was, you know, sort of stood out, McShane and people like that. But overall, we, it was certainly our best performance, I think, of of the season. Maybe maybe spells against Saints. We did, you know, we, we could have matched that. But uh, no, I think I think there was something to build on. And I was a bit worried at the start of the, the game, looking at the squad, the team he was putting out, the changes that were made, and. But it seems it seems to work, and a few players really stood up and surprised me. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's things to build, and obviously, I'm sure you've you've mentioned it, and if not, we will. But the the discipline was 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 you know I think that a, a massive difference between the two teams. If we could have cut out those, I think it was nine penalties to four, was it or something? Um, I'm not, I'm not 100 percent. We're all definite penalties, but you know we don't go into that. Um, you've just got to take that out of the referee's hand and do what you can. Um, I think if we if we hadn't given them penalties away, I mean obviously you kicked three of them, uh, um, and we lost by ten. It's a different game, so yeah, there was certainly something to build on. Richard, I, I'm glad to see he knew that the players were disappointed, and the players know they can give more. 
Um, Because a lot of times you just hear the manager saying, oh, we could have done this, we should have done that. But he was quite, you know, he he got enough out of the players to think that there's something there for him. Um, But uh, yeah, the players were obviously a little bit downhearted about it. Yeah, refused to sort of blame the referee. Paul and he, he talks about how we you know we want the the team spirit to, to build and it's kind of yeah we are we are disappointed but I thought it was a, it was a you know better performance in defeat than than we've actually sort of uh, provided so far um he talked about how Andy Akers is out injured uh, Paul bit of a blow uh, for us he's been uh, he's been quite good on the pitch he certainly has he'll be he'll be a big miss uh, against Casford this weekend he's been one of our our better performers and it's I know we've not had like tons of injuries, but he's been a bit of a niggle recently, hasn't it? At the start of the season, we've had we've had key players out, then someone's come back, then someone else is out. You know, it's uh, he's been hard, and I know Richard's been sort of criticised for for tinkering with the side and changing things around, but it's difficult because when you've got like niggling injuries and, and people out, you've got to change things around, and we've not really had a settled side yet, so so we'll miss Andy Ackers at weekend. That's 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 for definite. But you know, there's Chris Atkin in there who's done well when he's played at Hooker, so he could possibly get his chance in this cast game. And like Parky said, I don't think there was a lot between the two sides. I thought, do you know what? I thought Castleford was smarter. They played the game smarter than us. They played the referee better than we did. Um, they, they just seem to have that street wiseness about them. You know, Paul McShane, very, very clever player, but they seem to, to sort of win penalties. Um, and I think we, we, we're just a bit dumb sometimes. I think we've got to wise up and we've got to wise up fast because there's some wily players in that league. And, and, and they will not play referees they'll, they'll, they'll get penalties and things like that and we've got to do that I mean the Lee Moss have been sitting in the second half how long has Lee Moss have been playing the game for I mean it was just a silly thing to do I mean you've just cost yourself you know your team there 10 minutes with uh, with 12 men daft thing to do I don't know how Peter Matauti didn't get a sin bin for Cass I must admit because I thought that was a, a sin bin but that's another story but for us I think we just need to be a bit smarter it's a game of fine margins there wasn't a lot in that game really and um, you know, there's there's no there's no reason why we can't win this weekend. I've seen people predicting, oh, Cass are going to tonk us this weekend. I don't think so. I think we've got enough there to beat them. Yeah, Andy Acker's out injured. Parker, Richard Marshall's talking about different options, whether to put another <clears throat> hooker on the bench or just stay with one hooker for the full eighty minutes. Will be interesting to see what what he decides in the end, because obviously Paul Max Shane down the middle, he's going to do a lot of damage, and will, will he go for that extra pair of legs uh, later on in the game? I, I think in the modern day, I think he has to. I know, you know, you, you can ask, but if, if the player that's playing there, if it's Atkin or Deck Patton comes back in, or or even uh, maybe Danny, Andy moving into into that role, and if if we can get uh, Elijah Taylor back in, um, if it's not your role, they're going to get targeted, they're going to get tired out, and uh, I think we we will need to put somebody else on on the bench, um, and, and sometimes a different type of player. You know, I mean, remember. Obviously, the, the success we had when we've had two hookers, both players at the time have, have been different kind of players. I remember Logan Tompkins and, and Joey Lussick working two different hookers, really, two different styles of play. You know, and, and we, we worked out eventually that, you know, Logan could start the game, do the first kind of 20 minutes, half an hour. And then you bring on the likes of a Lussick who, you know, who obviously did a lot of damage and scored a lot of tries. And that's, I think that's what you need in, in, in the modern game these days. Uh, not easy to do. There's not that many specialist, you know, hookers out there. Certainly not the ones, as we've mentioned. You know, I'm going to mention him again, like like Paul McShane, who is a you know an unbelievably canny player. Um, but yeah, I think he'll have to. I think it'd be interesting to see who he, who he starts with. Um, I'd like to see if if Taylor is fit. Taylor come back in at loose and Danny Addy going 
uh, in the hooking role uh, with probably Atkin on on the bench again because he, he's done nothing wrong, Chris Atkin, in in that role for us. Uh, he certainly gives us an option, um, but obviously because of his limited size and everything else, and he, he you know he's more of a halfback anyway. If he's on for long periods, he is going to get targeted by the big guys, get tired out, maybe even get run over a little bit. So uh, it's a tough choice for Richard, really. Yeah, it's, it's, it's such a shame because Akers, every time he's played, he looks he looks really good. I know he gave again that forward pass at the start of the second half, little errors like that. You, you know, you've got to try and cut them out. But other than that, I think he's pretty faultless most of the time. He certainly attacking wise, he causes problems. So he's going to be a big miss for us. But uh, yeah, a little bit of headache. But we we do have options, as we've said, you know, all season. So uh, it'd be interesting to see who he goes with. Yeah, the options are there, Paul. Declan Patton, Danny Addy, Chris Atkin, all kind of different style of sort of hookers. It will be interesting to see how he counters how he counters the McShane effect. Yeah, it will. It will. The good thing is that at least we have got a bit of cover there now. You know, in years gone by, we had to swap people around and play people out of position and things like that. So at least we have got a bit of cover there. But I agree with you guys. I think Chris Atkin is, is impressed when he's coming this season. He always does, he, you know, wherever he's asked to play. He, he never lets us down. He's a very steady player. Uh, you know, good kicking game as well. So I think for me, I'd be going down the Chris Atkin route. But we'll, we'll, we'll see what Richard comes up with. But, you know, you're looking at Paul McShane and for me, he's probably the best hooker in the league at the moment. You know, he's got a real chance of being in the international reckoning at the end of the season. He's an explosive player. Always really impresses me. But, for me, on, on, on the Friday's game, just gone, I, I thought he was the difference between the two sides. Where there wasn't a lot in the game, really. You know, our pack and Cassie's pack was a good arm wrestle, but McShane just seemed to seem to be the difference between the two teams. So, yeah, he's definitely going to be a threat. And, you know, he's somebody we need to try and stamp out. I think if you stop him, you, you've got a real good chance of beating Castleford. Yeah, he talks about wanting to improve week on week, Parker, and in sort of improving the composure the players are showing on the field. I think that's a key thing with this cup tie. You know, emotions will be will be high because it's a cup game, played in a semi-final at stake. I think Sofer just need to stay in that arm wrestle for as long as they can uh, and take advantage of any mistakes that come, come along. Yeah, it's again, it's that working together, as we mentioned last week, about, you know, players getting to know each other and, uh, a lot of the time, in the last few weeks, I've seen it where we'll pass the ball to each other, and it's it's kind of aimless. It's a little bit you have it, you have it. I, you know, I don't know what what we're doing, kind of thing. And then at certain spells, uh, certainly towards the back end of the league game, obviously, and and last week against Cast, we seem to have a bit of a link there, um, and, and there was something to work on. Uh, a lot, of, you know, you cut out individual errors, you try and cut out the penalties. The one thing for me that that kind of stood out a little bit from. Uh, from the the cast game was when uh, when Moose and uh, Big Seb went off the park, we didn't have any size on the bench to come on and make that impact, and we struggled to make meters. And um, we were playing a lot of the, the, a lot of football in our own half, which is never ideal. I mean, you know, you, then you rely on a great kick and chase, and or hoping that their you know their defender may make a mistake or something like that. But I think that was a big thing for me. And cast did. And even though they lost Nathan Massey for most of the game, he still had a bit of size to come onto the park. Um, and I'm not having to go at anyone who came on. I mean, look, I'm a big fan of Greg Burke. I think he does. He gets his head down, does what he says on the tin, you know, people like that. But um, we, we lack size and a little bit of punch. And I think that was a problem for us uh, in getting a foothold in, in the game. Um, but yeah, the, the, that cohesion seems to, he, they seem to be working on a little, a little bit. I'd like to see, you know, Brown and Lola here work a little bit better together. But 
Um, it, it's a struggle when you're changing the team every week. That's another thing. But if we can, like you say, if we can stay in the arm wrestle against Cass, and we have, if we have got a couple of players back, if if Taylor's back, who's good, who's a massive key for us, uh, certainly defensively. I mean, I think there was twenty. 24, 25 missed tackles last week. We can't, you can't afford them, you know. And as we know in the cup games, no second chances. You know, it's not. Oh, we go again next week. You're out the cup. So you know, we've got to, we've got to nail everything in defence and be virtually perfect with the ball. You know, over eighty percent um, completion rates and that kind of thing. If, if we're going to have any chance uh, of winning this game. Yeah, he talks about players coming back, Paul. Matty Costello, Dan Sargison, Ryan Landon, Pauly Pauly, uh, and Elijah Taylor all in the mix for the for the game against Castleford. It's good that we're getting these big players back for this big game. Yeah, as I said before, I think we're, we're all in the same boat, aren't we? You, you want your, your team to be settled, don't you? And not having to, to change things around. It, you know, sometimes it's been good. The last couple of weeks, people have come in and, and done a decent job and, and, and put their hat into the ring as well, haven't they? So, uh, so yeah, but, you know, Dan Sargis would be a, a big boost for us, wouldn't he? And, uh, and especially, like we said, Elijah Taylor, his, his defence and, and his quality in defence. I think he, he'll just give us a bit of steel there as well and a, a bit of a... He's got a good sort of rugby brain on him as well and a bit of a leader and a bit of a wise head there. So I think, you know, we've missed his influence on the pitch. So, uh, so yeah, let's, let's hope they're back in the side. We'll have to wait and see what, what the squad looks like when Richard puts it out and then how he's starting uh, his 13 looks because I'm still not so sure. The last couple of weeks there's been a few surprises, haven't there, in, in, the, in the starting 13, but I'm, uh, I'm sure he'll pick a good one. Yeah, and the winner takes the semi-final spot, Parker. So it'll be a big game. Obviously, we missed out on the uh, the Wembley trip last year. Hopefully, we'll uh, we'll be able to get down there, COVID-free. Yeah, the other thing is with, with the cup, it, it can be that catalyst. You know, we we thought after the witness game, it, it it's not quite transpired that way. But we, you know, you get, that's that's a game in in isolation against the championship team. But it, it could give us that little stepping stone, that boost, because we've got some massive games coming up. I mean, that's what Super League's about. You, there shouldn't be any us and, you know, oh, we, we're only playing them this week. Or we've got, a, you know, you've got to play everybody uh, and every game should be big. But I think we've got uh, Saints and Wigan and Warrington coming up. That could be the, the little the little boost that we need. The club needs, um, you know, we can turn, you know, a cup win. And the, the lads are then thinking, you know, get back onto the league thing but we, you know we're a game away really then you're in the semi game from Wembley and like say last last year would have give those that were were involved you know they'll know all about it and what a buzz it gave them um so yeah we would you know if we can get through this this game it'd be a massive boost not just the fact like I say is is a cup game we're going through to the semi but being a team like Castleford who you know, they are they are impressive they do have great strike players and and everything else will give us that little bit of confidence and show that we, you know, we can we can compete against you know some of the best in the league. And that's what it's all about. Obviously, going into the uh, the quarterfinal, win takes to the semi final, Paul, and uh, we can all start to dream then. Certainly can. Yeah, you get into a semi final, and it's um, well, it's, it's anybody's really as we as we saw last season against a really good Warrington side. You know, we came back there well and won a tremendous contest. So, yeah. I'm a big believer in just focusing on one game at a time. You know me, I'm a bit old school, so Cass is going to be tough. There's, there's no doubt about that. And I think, you know, they're, they're probably looking at the game on Friday at Salford thinking they didn't play as well as they can play, so they'll be looking for improvements as well. So uh, we've got to watch them. Like Parky said, they've got strike players all over the over the park. You know, Naya Levels will be against us again, who, who probably had a bit of a quiet game, really, in, the, in the, the league game just gone. So we'll be looking at improving. So it's going to be tough, but 
you know, it should, should be exciting. You know, it should be an exciting contest. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. We're going to be talking all about it on the podcast next week. Big thanks for tuning in to this pop-up podcast, Ibron Parkinson. You can find us on Facebook, Devil in the Detail SRD. You can find us on Twitter at DITD SRD. And you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Radio Contact and Spotify. Good luck, Salford, and we'll see you next week. Ha, 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 ha.